Banksy and Pinky for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Well, I could go through the plethora of awards and goldenness that Wolf Mother has, but you know, you've been there. We've been along for the whole ride of Wolf Mother. I've got lead vocalist, guitarist and frontman Andrew Stockdale on the line right now. Morning, Andrew. How are you, buddy? Hey, thanks. You good. How are you? Oh, yes. Dealing with school holidays. How about you? You've got a few things to do in the yeah. school holidays with the young'uns? Yeah, we've got uh, everyone at home. We've got, uh, yeah, we, we took, I took my daughter to Comic-Con yesterday, oh, uh, over the weekend. Did you dress up? Um, I didn't go. She, she's kind of at the age where she wants to kind of do her thing and... You just you'd be stifling her, her charisma. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, who, who wants a famous dad coming along with him? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like um, you know, like what we were probably excited about when we were like seventeen, eighteen would be like you know big festivals and yeah, you know, the big day out or something like that. But now like kids are like they're excited about someone dressing up as their favorite character in an animation or something. And it's <laughs> like after seeing it, I was like, I wonder if bands are really like still if there's that level of excitement and if bands are still revered like that and if people still get real like you know really pumped mm-hmm. up about a gig did you have those thoughts going through before even wolf mother was a thing oh yeah i mean before i went to a, like i mean i just thought like back in the day when i went to a festival it was just like the meaning of life <laughs> right what, what, what was the I first mean, the, festival for you because i i personally remember a uh, somersault 97 i think it was uh one oh, of my wow. first thing it was i saw the foo fighters for the first time and i was <clears> just <throat> amazing which, hang on a sec was that in sydney yes yeah, I went to that. You were there too? Yeah, I drove from Brisbane <laughs> to Somersault. And I freaking, man, I told Dave Grohl that. Like, he was up in Byron. Yeah. And I said, I said, man, I freaking went to Somersault when you guys just started out and you were like the first band. And he's like, no way. And he goes, oh, do you know Steve Pav? And I'm like, yeah, because this guy Steve Pav um, put on that festival. Yes. I said, man, I was signed to Steve Pav. <laughs> I was signed. I won't go any further than that, but no, there's no, more to no. the story. But <laughs> man, that's awesome! Uh, and, and it yeah. was kind of when the Fo- like no one really knew who the Fooies were. I, my recollections of the concert were like there was not many people, just to sort of like a, you know, maybe a couple of hundred up the front. It, it yeah. kind of felt really personal. Did you get that as well? Um, it felt like it was just like a new band that they just put together, and yeah. they were just like, "Oh my god, we're on a stage!" Like it just. <laughs> But I remember, like, Sonic Youth were, like, oh, they wow. were the headline. Yeah, and yeah. And they kind of... They sucked. They I'm going to be saying it. I'm going to say it. They honesty, sucked. They bored the crap. It was too <laughs> indulgent. You know, too much feedback, too much abstract, arty stuff. And they, like, they lost the crowd. Then fast forward from that mm-hmm. experience, um, I remember being in the States, like, sitting and catering at this festival in Cleveland or something. And, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I sat down at the table with um, Kim Gordon and Thurston Moore. And, you know, at the time, they were like, you know, rock royalty, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Did you get the nerves um, on or did you, like what, it was just all cash? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, everyone in the catering table is like, what's this guy doing sitting next to these guys? Like, it's <laughs> insane. I mean, they, they were in this big amphitheater that was probably like 14,000 capacity. Wow. And um, he had about 20 guitars side of stage, like he had so many guitars. I'm, I'm telling you what, man, that like there's probably about 50 people there. And you can have a, a gig where like, you know, there's 20 people and then the next night it's sold out. I think the key is, is to just, 
don't throw in the towel and don't get too like dramatic about not um, having anyone how many there. people are at yeah. the gig. We yeah. have a band ethos with, with my band. It's like two or two thousand. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You play the same. Oh uh, yeah, man. I, I feel like a, a blowhard, like old guy saying that kind of stuff. <laughs> but you, but you know when you get so true, you know, young crew or whatever who get kind of if there's freaking ten people here, man, they still paid for a ticket and like yeah, you never know who those ten people are. That's right. You know, like it's like they say with the Sex Pistols, like you know there were twelve people at their first gig and it was like changed the course of you know modern Music culture, history. you know, yeah. like rock, rock and roll history. Yeah, yeah. like because um, one of those people signed those guys to a record deal that changed the world. Yeah, and yeah. I mean the same thing happened for us from the get go. There was like ten people. Then the next one, there was like Pad from Modular. There was yeah. John Watson, who's like, oh wow, yeah. Know, Silverchair's manager and all yes. this stuff and and it was like game on from like our second show you know of course when you do 200 shows a year or 250 shows you kind of you know you're not like oh man we've got to pass the audition to get it signed you know you like, <laughs> you should be you're good in, fit by then man yeah you got your mo- you got your momentum and you're just doing your thing did COVID really yeah, stop yeah. the momentum of Wolf Mother like what did you guys do throughout like when there was no gigs going on did you did you use your downtime and like I mean what other interests do you have Andrew, like away from music? Um, well, what I did was I, I learned a bunch of covers because um, <laughs> I'm always you know, listening to stuff on yeah. Yeah, on the plane or driving around and I was like, I've got to learn the Thin Lizzy song or I've got to learn Hotel California. <laughs> 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 I've got to learn David Lee Roth's Paradise. Yeah, or, on a uh, dark one, desert like, highway, to, right? Yeah, I just want to learn all the stuff that makes me happy, like, you know, Hall and Oats or like anything that I like. Stop it, Hall and Oats? Yeah. Andrew Andrew Stockdale likes Hall and Oats. What? (laughs) Well, you know, like sometimes a bit of yacht rocks good when you, (laughs) you at at a certain time, you know, when you need to relax. (laughs) We've we've reached the yacht rock age, right? (laughs) I love it. Padded shouldered suit with the... uh, Oh. You know the, the the guitar without the headstock. And yeah, yeah. I'm th- I'm picturing like Miami Vice jackets. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. Oh. <laughs> well, look. Uh, before we get there, uh, I've got to ask you. Like, you've been doing the you know around the world trip. You've, you've said you had chats with Dave Grohl and and the awkward moment with Sonic Youth. Um, I know um, you've been on the bill with Aerosmith and Akadacker and Gunners. Who yeah. who really stood out for? Oh, like one of the best um, like live performances that I've seen. Yeah. Well, we were playing in um, Serbia. As we drove into the festival, it said, no Nazis, no hand grenades, <laughs> no, um, like what kind of festival has to put this, like has to tell people Clearly to, be, a Serbian know, festival. to do this. This, <laughs> is, this is pretty out there. Right. But anyway, Guns N' Roses were the, um, the headline act. Yeah. And Axel Rose, you know, he turned up like, two hours late to his own set. This is before, like, he got slashed back in the band. And in White Unicorn, we did a cover of, um, we, we like, interwove another brick in the wall oh, in, into White Unicorn. Pink Floyd, yeah. And we yeah. had the whole, yeah, we had, like, you know, 50,000 people singing along to, you know, oh, no, you just uh, another brick in the wall. And they're wow. all singing along to this. Anyway, he rocks up two hours later, and, like, third song, he does a cover of another brick in the wall. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> like it falls flat. <laughs> With but, the bed before you I, did it better. <laughs> but I felt like saying, yeah, there um, is 
some merit to watching the band before you, but he's, he, you know. <laughs> there it is. But, but to his credit, I was standing on the side of the stage like whilst he was playing, and I was like, man, this guy is like, you know, one of the greatest voices of, mm. you know, rock and roll. Like, it was the first time I'd saw him sing, and I just saw him kind of wandering around doing his whole thing, and I was just like, that was, he was, you know, I've seen Robert Plant play, I've seen wow. you know, all the greatest front men, you know, uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, Cornell, um, sadly missed. I sang on the stage with him like two or three times. Um, wow. And played with them uh, in Chicago and Italy. And, but yeah, I've seen all the, like, the, you know, the greatest rock singers out there. And yeah, Axl Rose is like, kind of struck a different, you know, I mean, the guy <laughs> has a bit of a bad rap for his erratic behavior or whatever. Well, if but, he just show yeah, up on like, time, that'd be a start, really. Yeah. Uh, I think he's he's got his, um, he's worked that out now. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was in ACDC. Yeah, that's so right. exactly what I was going to say. You do a run with Akadaka and they're surely going to make sure you're there on time. I mean, you don't mess with those yeah. boys. Sometimes, you know, if you're a fan of a band, it's like you, you behave yourself as opposed to being in your own band where you kind of yeah. let things slide. Yeah. So, so uh, other interests sort of away from from music and that, like, what are you into? Do you like gardening or exercise or like, what makes Andrew Stockdale tick other than music? (laughs) Um, well, I have been, yeah, I live in Byron Bay, so I do a bit of longboarding. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't been out that much. I, I, you know, I've got three kids on my hands at the moment, so I'm just yeah, like... You've got time for other interests. With that, you know? <laughs> I, like, I like having coffee. I like I like going to, you know... You know what I really like doing is like going to like the old grandma cafes with like tea and yeah. sliced sandwiches with the like crust cut off. And and scones like with jam it, and yeah. cream, right? Sco- yeah, scones. scones. I like going to like those old cafes and all that yeah. like formality. Oh. That's that's my that's uh, uh, like um pancake. This is it is, and just like gluttonous kind of food. That's that's probably my latest hobby. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll try not to get into that too much before uh, Anthony uh, and yeah. <laughs> Well, mate, we we can't wait. I'll look. I'll have a coffee with you, maybe pre-show, because uh, you know, yeah. one, once the the wolf mother hits the stage, it's like no coffee can contain it, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, Andrew Stockdale, thank you. We talked for so long, I didn't get to put you through the wolf test, and that's probably for the best. <laughs> Awesome. Next time. <laughs> I'll catch you next time with a wolf test, mate. Sounds good. Cool. Thanks, Banky. Yeah. That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.